well as below. Some of our language is coming at you with irresistible force. If you don't think you can pass your strength test, then best back off now. <clears throat> A whole new world. <laughs> I can so. show you the world. So. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell you me, my princess, phone, now when did you last let your heart decide? I think our theme song should you should just like dub something over um, Nick going, oh, Joe Pagano, save me. Just like <laughs> just, just dub some music over it. Could we just play <laughs> the just Rage of Sigma theme song this oh time? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, so Rage of Sigma. Season 2. And we are back. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Backity back. What's going on? It's well so as well in seriously. the house. Every time. Hanging out literally in Nick Hohen's house. Yeah, What's going on, Hohen? The house of lies. Thanks for coming on down. Bit of a Sunday sesh, playing some games, drinking some beers. Getting effect. Good times. It's been a little while since we've cast. It's been a little yeah. while. It hasn't been that long of a while. A no, not like that. A good the last, last one was the, yeah, the live recording. Yeah, yeah. and all the low EQ nerds staring at us. Well, Card flippers. Players, right? and they hey, like, well, Sam and I had fuck, a game. We went there last, last week. week. How chockers was it? What was it like uh, Final Fantasy? I think it was, it was the, the Final Fantasy Nationals, and their streamers you were just are too good so, playing. so much more professional than AOS streamers. This is like legit stuff. And you, what, you're just two goobers in the back corner playing a game? No, Lockie set up. I just couldn't get a table. Lockie set up right in the middle of the store, though, stop playing all around us. That's so dumb. I Imagine. had to because, like, when I first moved in, there was no tables there. Um, so as soon as like a couple of people got, got up, I just you know jumped on. I was like, "This is ours now." Imagine oh. their coverage where they're like, "Yeah, and on this table we've got this happening, and on this table there, and this game, and then there's ignore those two dudes. Sorry about <laughs> them. I don't when know how was, they got there." When it was final four, I was standing pretty close to the guys that had that had made the cut, and they had like their teams around them, and they've all got their polos and whatever. Yep, and um. It's full on. Like they're they're like psyching psyching their player up. So they're like, you know, you've got this and your deck does this and your deck does that and watch for this. And it was like watching it, I just thought, fucking nerds. And then I realized like watching <laughs> watching Danny and Lockie watching Danny and Lockie play their game today were actually no better. Yeah, three against one. This was a game where I was I was pushing the models around. Nick and Sam were making all the decisions. <laughs> and, and Lockie was winning because you had <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. No, to be fair, you played the scenario where you burn objectives for D3 and Lockie was just a lot better than Danny at rolling D3s. I, I rolled like one, like four, one, two. four D3 damage and did four damage. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a good tactical scenario when potentially eight D3 worth of objectives are being rolled. We um, at Sydney GT had um, relocating orb. And that's variable scoring as well. I, I, I don't think it works. It's also is, just is, terrible. Yeah, that's just like the, the player well, that goes... You have to go second, right? Because you get three points. wins the game, yeah. Is it better than the first... Uh, sorry, than the um, scenario from the last General's Handbook, though? The, they, fix they fix the fix bouncing, it. but not the scoring. Right. Going second is just nuts in that because you, you take second and first turn and then get either the you get the double and you just kill them or you mm-hmm. don't get the double and you just can't be caught on objectives. Mm-hmm. It's just mental. Well, because once, you, once you've gone second... So you go, you go, one, you go nine one points. Three, you can't lose yeah. if you score nine. Yeah, you go one three in the first turn. No, you can because they can. You can't lose. They can draw. I think. Um, but what, you, so they get one one and six. 
So they could oh, go one, 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 and, one, six. one and then six. Yeah, but right. But then you okay. would have to score zero in the last two. And they'd have to go second both times. So say they tabled you, you roll for priority on turn five, give them the turn, they can only score one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so dumb. You, um, but also, yeah, so like you said, you just, you, they score, you score one, three in the first turn. So you're up three to one. And then they're, they're kind of stuff, even if they win the priority, they're like, okay, do I give you the double turn and let you just kill half my army? Mm-hmm. Or do I take the first turn take the turn so that you don't kill half my army but then I can only score one point and I'm still behind yeah I just think it's a, a bad scenario yeah, yeah rubbish um, I think it's even bad just for casual play because that's not fun yeah no I'm not a big fan and it just it's kind of a uh, like just mush in the middle of should it. AOS have the double turn why it's a bad mechanic number seven will shock you can we just play um five five game tournaments all of um focal points? That'll be fun. Can uh, we just talk? That's the only scenario you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, so we've whipped around a few topics here. We're talking bad scenarios. We're talking uh-huh. Sydney GT. Uh-huh. We're talking coverage. We're talking like, international esports and mm-hmm. um card sports. I did watch some League of Legends Fantasy. last night, and we've got into a bit of uh, mini wargaming um trashing. Can so we? Can I we also? Have, I have you typically you go around the room and say who's here. I have what are you been up to on all of those topics that I. Would like to say, <laughs> so we need we to break this the down. <laughs> I'd also like to trash mini wargaming a bit. That that, <laughs> that they've just done a Kickstarter to do eight dead battle reports. <laughs> oh so you've already got God. the terrain. You've probably already got the minis. All got the all minis, all the models. If you kept the bases when you broke them off of squares, yeah. you've still got the bases. <laughs> Bought two and a half thousand dollars worth of bases. Just square bases. <laughs> I don't understand how they need a Kickstarter for content that just generates revenue. <laughs> like at, at, at almost nil startup cost. Who is paying the money to do this? I don't know. I did. It's great. What? <laughs> <laughs> I actually made a donation on behalf of the Honest Wargamer. Yeah. Too many Wargaming. I made a donation on behalf of the Rage of Sigma podcast network, but I did it from Joe's bank account. So Nice. So we've got Lockie in the house. Hey, how you going? <laughs> we've got <laughs> Danny Paints in the house. Yeah, yeah, fucking what up, cunt? Yeah. The real Joe Pagano. <laughs> we've got Nick Owen in the house. Job. The father of lies, what's going on? We've got Smorgan in the house. Smorgan! Smorgan! Yeet, 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 bitches. We tried to get Jilly and Jen Jilly on uh, this weekend, but he's off pay, uh, playing Star Wars, I think. Shooting he actually trips. organized this <laughs> this <laughs> podcast, and he was like, all right, everyone's good, get the day sorted, sweet. And the day before, he's like, all right, so we're going to cast at 1 p.m.? It's like, this is a fucking weekday, we're all at work. No, we're not going to cast at 1 p.m. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, guys, I'm, um, I'm missing something. Gentil- who's Gentilly? Gentilly, yeah. is that a person? I love it. He's never on, and we finally line up an episode that he can be on, and then we're like, "Oh, we have to reschedule," and then he couldn't make the rescheduled cast. <laughs> to be fair, had he said like six o'clock on Wednesday, we could have easily done. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I'd even like I had a later shift. Yep. So oh, is what it is. I don't think he's played AOS at all anyway. So, mm. all right. <laughs> no, he's been playing with Josh. They, they do like little little skirmishes and whatever. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, what have we all been up to? Just fucking just hanging out, you know. <laughs> just chilling, just chilling. I've been painting a lot of flares. Like they're they're getting there. They're not too far from being done, but fifteen is just too many. I hate painting the same model that many times, you know. Yeah, fifteen of the same model must be so hard, lucky. Yeah, crime Well, river. they're big. Mo- no, seriously, they're big models, big wings. You know, like anyway, like it's enjoyable, but get an airbrush. It'll take me twenty minutes. Yeah, fuck, I wish. <laughs> I should have just paid you to do should it. Paid me to do it. No, I got no <laughs> time. Save me a lot I got of no bloody time. costs. I was thinking time. about for masters if I go. Yeah. 
getting Danny to do some more Stormcast for me because Chris isn't here. And I've, yeah, I'll, I am tempted to do like a 20 Evocator list in a single unit or like six Dracoths or just some massive horde. It's five weeks away. You got much time? I could do it. Cost <laughs> you extra. No. I could do it. Can't you get on the contrast paints? Maybe. Contrast paints be slower than airbrushing it. Contrast paints also look horrible. Mm. Um, they look like contrast so, paints. Yeah, they have a so very unique look. You can use them for little elements of a model, but once you do it for the whole model, you may as well have just dipped it into the um, the <laughs> maple. You know that sort of like thing you would use on the to polish your floors. Oh yeah, dip like dipping them. Yeah, like a prop. I mean a proper dip though, not like yeah. an Agrax Earth yeah, shade yeah. or whatever. Um, so there were some people with contrast armies at Sydney GT, and um, I was physically repulsed. I like looked at them and said, "Oh, this is really nice, man!" And sort of do a vomit into your hand. Because um, I did <laughs> wow, hot takes from the hobby hero Sam Morgan. I did three units in my army that were entirely contrast, and I'm just I'm not happy with them. But yeah. actually, the hobby hero Sam Morgan, because how many hours have you spent painting in October? Hundred, hundred hours, yeah, hundred hours, hundred fucking hours. Oh, the women's <laughs> the women's become a bit of a um a passion project. So. That's twenty hours a week. Oh yeah, like dude. More than well, one of them was in That's the lead none. up to Sydney GT. I had to finish a heap of models, so I was just you know that round the clock tournament sort of the surge right at the end and then the other has just been every day just consistently three hours three hours seven hours three hours eight so hours we just keep getting progress shots of like each part of the wing it's like oh yeah, yeah i did like half a centimeter of a wing it took me five hours yeah that's so right. sick <laughs> i vibe it so hard so i yeah, um it's looking looking amazing i have on my phone um rest in peace jasper is probably the most photographed thing this is 10 years of history then Harrison's got two years of history. He's the second most photographed thing. And now the Wyvern is the third most photographed thing. <laughs> With two weeks of history. Yeah, two weeks of history. Uh, Gee whiz. So that's the, that's, the, uh, that's the sort of the number of update and progress shots. And I've also figured out how to use the focus on my, on my phone, which I've owned since 2014. Hey, so that was a triumphant worked moment. worked it out. If you just click on the screen where, yeah, where it is. focus, it'll just focus there. It figures it out. Yeah. Smorgan sending us pictures being like, oh, I need a new phone. This camera is shit. Can we, can we get photos of someone else's camera? And I'm like, bro, your hand is totally in focus. <laughs> your hand is perfectly in focus. Actually, that's something else hobby related. We went to um, Model Citizens last week and Danny with like, a team of what do you call those dudes that follow around ba- roadies with a team of roadies <laughs> set up my army and had guys like holding lights <laughs> and holding realm of battle boards and took all these beautiful photos. Um, and I sold my daughter's a cane. So that was another thing I've done recently. Nice. Yeah. I'll send you the bill for that later. Yeah. Actually, I'll send it to Joe Pagano or Seth. Actually. Seth is bankrolling the, uh, the entire enterprise, right? Yeah. That's where I get my paycheck from. I haven't seen one paycheck, guys. Come on. <laughs> what? I've got to join my union. <laughs> so, Lockie's been doing feck. What have you been doing, Danny? I've been doing the uh, newly named, courtesy of Sam Morgan and Chris Cousins, the, the Brainstorm Project, uh, Barak Degenerate. Uh, or Barak <laughs> Degenerate. With, with, with an eight. With an eight. With an eight. It's so good. Uh, so, that's the, that's the neon cyberpunk Caradron Overlords. Um, and I've been chunking away on them super steadily. I've uh, been... Just getting heaps done. So my girlfriend's away in Africa. She's been there for like four weeks. She'll be there for another two weeks. No, we did Africa last episode. Ah, shit. And I put so much effort into splicing like actual Africa in there. 
Yeah, so I've had heaps of time um, to just hobby away and hobby away. I think I spent like 16 or 17 hours yesterday just putting together like yes. scratch building display board stuff. In one day. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Yeah, I got up at what? I got up at like nine. So it was like hobbying by 10 and then it like till two in the morning. Yeah, right. Something like that. Yeah, it's a solid effort. It's good. Um, and I, I painted a unit, like all these conversions and stuff. I real, I've never realized how much more I have to do, which is a bit scary. And then also playing a bunch of games, playing Lockie and then playing Nick. And then I played Ryan from the um, shop in Melbourne. I had a bunch of Warhammer games. Was that the Infinity Shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. playing Ryan this Thursday because um, I want to get a game in against the rats. I'm, I want to change my list a whole bunch. So You've still got time and you haven't like... Yeah, I mean, most of your stuff's not painted, so... Yeah, well, the, the big things... That, well, the only things that I would be getting rid of would be stuff that's already painted to a really high standard that I'm really proud of, like the fire slayers. You definitely Perfect. should buy my excess KO off me, so I think you should yep. change your list. Yeah, also, well, I just realised I've also got some Volkies that are unassembled as well. Probably won't need Volkies. Well, but you never know. eventually, yeah. for Barrack Degenerate, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Have you been consuming any quality AOS content on your 16-hour painting days? I consumed some very high quality Honest Wargamer footage coverage of the Bloodshed and the Shire. So that's looking sick. That's going on as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, probably into, into game four now, I guess. Or maybe this evening for us. Yeah, this evening. Yeah, um, it's only about and it's like 8am. Some eight, of the cinematography. That was sick. So I've been, I've been hitting up that. Um, and then I was listening to a whole bunch of... like I, Slanice actually sent, sent through a track over Twitter. And I was just like, oh, I'll have a listen to that. And I was banging. Funk. Sick as, and then I just let YouTube run with that, and then ended up listening to a whole bunch of like funk and soul from the seventies. I, lo- I love when sick. you do that, and then like four hours later, because the way You're that the algorithm in works, the corner and crying with no, like I was rats thinking, I was thinking more like a, a giraffe is playing piano, like you know, like that, <laughs> you just sort of trend, you progressively transition away from what possible you possible your infant child has uh, altered your browsing habits. Maybe. Oh yeah, potentially. <laughs> um, and that's been me, hobby wise. Just been smashing it. So we were talking about. Um, like the the difference between the um, was it the Yu Gi Oh coverage or the, mm-hmm. um, the uh, it was no it was Final Fantasy oh yeah. okay is it a I think they're playing for cash as well is that like Netrunner or oh I don't know this was ne- whatever it was it was Nationals and everyone that qualified was not from Victoria yeah okay so that's good for them nice standard um, so you talk about that and the, the difference between the, the quality of the stream and, and that and like Rob does such an awesome job. With oh, I meant the quality of our stream, yeah, not no, Rob's. No, no. His is great. No, but, yeah. Like I'm going somewhere. Rob does such an awesome job and I was watching the Bloodshed and the Shire stuff last night because it was a night shift last night and I had absolutely nothing to do. So I sat there, I watched a whole game on that. In the Watchtower? Yeah. Bangarang! And then I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> got him. You got him so hard. And nice. then I'm like, And then I'm like... Oh, what else can I watch? And like StarCraft uh, World Championships series mm-hmm. on because BlizzCon's in a couple of weeks or next week. And just watching the absolute like high tier sports coverage mm-hmm. style oh, casting. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched some League of like, Legends. It's just so good. It's like, I mean, they've put millions of it's dollars like, into it. It's straight up like watching NBA, yeah. AFL, Ashes, like... It was yeah, just like professional like, casters. It was like, holy looking shit. Looking at the numbers. So good. Actually, big respect to Honest One Game. Looking at the numbers that, of the streams, there was an Underworld stream on the Warhammer TV channel and they had like uh, like 76 viewers when I looked. Yep. And then on, on Honest War Game was on at the same time. It was like 102 or some shit. Yeah, it was like, very nice. yeet. And then, and then and Riot not, Games not... was 280,000. So. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so There's only 10,000 watching the StarCraft. 
Yeah, that was nuts. But they're all still better than mini wargaming. Even I, I like jump on and watch um, streams of people playing like Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, circa like 1999 style um, Game Boy game. And there's literally thousands of people watching yeah. it. I jump like on people that are right into it. <laughs> I jump on and so I watch weird. streams of people just playing with themselves. And there's generally like seven people watching, and but they pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So. I guess it's quality of viewer rather than quantity in that yeah. case. You've got to get a whale. Just milk them. Well, are you talking about <laughs> that you can pay to watch someone eat a full bucket of KFC? Yeah, basically. Yeah, wow. Well, often not wearing clothes. <laughs> or wearing clothes, depending on what you're into. Yeah, that's really interesting. I should get into that. So what have you been up to, Nick? Uh, sweet F.A. Um, no, there's a hobby should... desk right over there. There is a hobby it. desk right over there. It has not been in use. I've been on night shift this week, which means I get to spend lots of time on my own at home uh, and have heaps of time to do hobby. And I've done nothing. Personally wise, I'm doing a bit of a fitness kind of focus at the moment. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to get myself in shape, um, which I'm going to say that stopped me doing hobby, which just is a so, lie. Just, is just so try, triathlon style. Yeah. So just so that you can physically cope with the punishment that CanCon's going to offer. There's definitely an element to that. Like Randy is lifting and Randy is training. And if oh we're going to keep up with Randy, we need to also be training. And and no, no, as soon as you, that's a death sentence. You can't keep up with the Blandy Savage. Speaking of which, this is a big topic, which we might just segue into real smoothly right here. Because we've been Randy, segueing so smoothly everywhere yeah, else. Exactly. It's it's just I haven't like, spoken about my, my brass skulls. Up, um, <laughs> the um the grudge match between Blandy Savage and Joe Hogan Pagano. What do we reckon, guys? Who's who's whose court are we in? What's happening? Lot. I'm guessing um, Randy's hate. Hashtag like Team Blandy. Team Blandy. This is, we've got one vote Team Blandy Smorgan. Team Blandy or Team Team Hogan Pagano? Um, actually, I'm Team... Well, actually, no. You have a third team I'm, option because you're Team Jacob, Yeah, I'm you? just going to say I'm Team Jacob in this one. <laughs> is the real winner, though, the person who um, you know wins Warhammer or whatever? Or is the real winner is the more, people right? we meet along the way. Yeah, of course. No, it's definitely the friends we made along the way. Yeah, okay, gotcha. And also, the real winner yeah. was inside us the whole time. So, if it's we're judging by that qualification, then so which I are, think so I'm in Team Joe. I was going to say, which of the two of you is going to be inside you? I, I'd like to win round one and then have Joe win round one and then play Joe round two. That would be awesome. Mm. I'd like to win round one and two and then have Joe win round one and two and then play <laughs> Joe round three. <laughs> Yeah, so I'd, CanCon's not looking good. The, um, so you painted one model, right? Uh, no. <laughs> you finished yeah, painting yeah, one model. Surely like one model that I finished before I went to Surely Europe. you've dropped. Surely you're not going to play. You're just going to come and drink beers. I might just play my core and I'll see how I go. Like, I'm just not really sure. But the, I'm definitely coming. I'm definitely going to be there. Well, hope so. Because um, we want to hang with all the bros. <laughs> oh, we've got him in his house. In the house. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you start giving us reassurances, <laughs> like, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there, guys. I'll definitely be there. <laughs> also, we're using your car. So we need you for multiple reasons. Also, I've picked you for my team. Team Oz on the Friday. Oh, Team Oz on the Friday. Well, that's true. That's um... oh shit. What about me? You just saw me very competently no, lose. You're to not play. No, <laughs> neither, you're on your team, you? neither of you are. Oh, it's not my team. It's Team Australia. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not about you, Sam. Okay. Where was the selection so it's team process? <laughs> Speaking of Team Australia, a bit of an announcement since the last episode. I think ETC team for Australia. What do we think? Who's on it? It hasn't been announced yet, but they're they've, they're taking applications for the team. Okay, so oh, yeah. applications well, are open. I've at the put moment. in a really strong application. It's my, it's the same as my acting CV, <laughs> um, so I can just pretend to be really good at Warhammer. Uh, so I think they're going to go for it. 
I think the guys on the selection committee will really like it. Also, I slipped in some nudes. So, um, I was going to say, like you do with your acting CV. Uh, like I do with my acting CV. And I think it's a winner, guys. I really think it's a winner. So, Luxembourg, Luxembourg. 8th, 9th, 10th of August. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Middle of summer. It's going to be beautiful. I reckon Dream Team, Dream Team for Australia would be Brewer, Smorgan. Maybe. Oh, we're Chuck. Into, yeah, Chuck. It'd be. Chuck. Brewer, Smorgan, Chuck. And how many in the team? Five or six? Six. Uh, six. Do you reckon that Campbell's got gas? Coach. Yeah, Campbell's got gas. Welfare, with Campbell. Corn. With Corn, yeah. if you want to run that list. Um, the dude, Welfare, the yeah. The dude from Queensland who kicks ass. Dave Kerr. Dave Kerr. Dave Kerr. Hashtag yeah. eternal master. Yeah, that's right. If, ever, if, if all of them put in applications, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, you can represent me. That's cool. That'd be pretty sick. That's good because as long that- as Chuck promises to take my army and then tell everyone that I painted it. Yeah. I mean his army, the one he bought off me. <laughs> Love you, Chuck. <laughs> Thank you for the money. <clears throat> <laughs> so, so weird. I'm involved in the the selection process along with Clint and uh, Dan from AOS Shorts. Um, edit that, Clint. Edit that, Clint. Well, he can edit it because he's just making the team. I'll just edit the players out oh, of the shit. team. True. <laughs> the ones he doesn't like, presumably. Um. So yeah, selections, oh, I heard, um, for, selections for that are closing. That that's definitely going to make it. Who's guaranteed himself a spot? So selections, there's no guarantees. T- Tyson Gleason. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're conflating multiple issues here. <laughs> Combining, conflating, exaggerating. It's my game, baby. Say, none, of those, none of those sounds there's like things you would there's do. There's all these international bureaucrats who are coming into our country and just picking our AOS team for the ETC I just don't get it right? like what's going on <laughs> uh, so Nick's I'm got some editing at, yeah it's just like fuck you guys for giving me editing sorry oh, mate I'm not going to edit it you can stand by what you said <laughs> absolutely I stand by what I just said um, yeah so we're, we're doing the selections uh, it's going to be selections close I think it was mid-November picking the team uh, a couple weeks after Masters basically so if you're mm-hmm. um, if you're going to apply and you're uh, going to qualify for Masters um put in a good showing and it's a good way to get in the thing at masters yep. it is but conversely it's, yeah it's like it's you, not a guarantee if you fucking shark a third and you're terrible um <laughs> like is that 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 yeah. historically uh, has happened yeah, before it, like it has. you know what i mean um and this is why you sort of veer away it's a team's event you want to veer away from um singles results in a in a different context so like once once you've dropped a game at masters i reckon it's all just, um, you know, what are you, shits and giggles? Is that the saying? It's yeah. Once you've lost, like yeah. you can't win the thing. That's it. You have to. Then you, you probably have to go five and zero. Oh, well, actually, sixteen person event. A four and one could. Yeah, four could one still, could definitely win, but could still win it, but it'd be yeah. unlikely. Certainly, if you're well, if you're losing for anything, right? No, but what lo- I'm saying yeah, is, if you're losing round one, like the, you're probably so out. Different people will approach it differently once they've been knocked out. Um, and I was talking yeah, to true. Sean Bates about this. Um, shout out to Big Sean. He was sort of saying once he's lost a game. Um, he's just on the beers at events over in New Zealand. Yeah. I reckon that's that's a pretty I think that's good a sick approach. Yeah, because he's like, if I'm still in it to win it, I'll take it seriously. Otherwise, I'm super cool with just having a, hanging out with my mates for the weekend. It's interesting, yeah, because like that, even even if 
Yeah, in any scenario, that's kind of how it works, even if that's not your plan going mm-hmm. in. Because mm-hmm. like you start playing games and you win a game, you're like, oh, cool. Some you win another game, you're like, oh, fuck. You win a third game, you're like, holy shit. And then the fourth game. No, you win, yeah, you win a third game, you go, oh, holy shit. And then you don't come out with the bros on well, Saturday Well, that's night. the thing. That's mm-hmm. the danger point, right? And then, Where you, lose. Still lose. And then you lose. You're <laughs> of losing game four. Yeah, and Hohen absolutely. just follows you around for the whole rest of the weekend going, why didn't you come out, Sean Bates? <laughs> 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 didn't see you at Mooseheads. Didn't see you on the top tables. Yeah, you got to be but one of those there's, places. There's some people that are like, say, for instance, on table 15 in the last round, acting like cockheads. They're like, oh, "I've got to finish top 10. Yeah, and nah. I just don't. I can't. I can't get into that. Nah. Like, you can't win it. Like, finishing well is finishing high is great, but who gives a fuck? Really, something something I really wanted to see from Masters, certainly back in eighth edition, um, was having a six round event with the 16 people because then you can do a group stage on yeah. day one, four groups of th- four people. And so you play the other three people in your group yep. day one. The top two people from each group go to the next, mm-hmm. go to day two and they play a knockout. So you play eight, ga- uh, you play uh, four games, best of eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, four games. So that round of eight, four games. And then those uh, four winners go through to the round of four and then the two winners go to the final. And then you actually have a master's final it's like a final series, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's like a knockout final series. So it goes from uh, 16 to 8 to tw- uh, on day 1, and then it goes 8, 4, 2, 1. It'd so be interesting to see that sort of thing over a period of, of weeks. I mean, like, logistics of it is, is impossible, literally impossible, if you're having it, like, nationwide. Like the World no, Cup no, or something. No, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It so, only works, it, so it only works with 16 people, and so that's how many people qualify for Masters, and it works for two days, because you play three games day one and three games day two. Yeah, yeah. I know I know, I know what you mean, but I just mean, like, if you had it spread out, like, like the World Cup or whatever, where you're like, oh, who's playing this week? Oh, it's Morgan and Nick. Oh, cool. Like, what do you reckon? Who's going to win there? Like, and then you have a week-long game of... of like lists, say lists have to come out on the Thursday, like the AFL teams do, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so, yeah, okay. so, so, like a league. So, like, what? Why do it individually? Why not do it with like teams? So you have like a team league mm-hmm. yeah. around Australia. You do it like states. So you have yeah, like, and then you qualify so, for so the, say, the say in Melbourne. We have or like team uh, team um, model citizens. And we have team dwells below team measured gaming or whatever. And like you just team set throw up, the dice. Team, team throw the dice, and you just set up a week. And they play off, and then at the end, you know, the winning team from the the group round or whatever goes, and they you do like a team masters event kind of so thing I, in Sydney. I like the That's idea of. Be. I think top sixteen can go get fucked. I like the idea of top eight. Top sixteen is way too diluted. Top eight, and you play seven games over the weekend. Friday, three Saturday, three so Sunday. Much. You play everyone else that's qualified, right? The other thing is, pass downs only go to twelve. And you only have an even number of players. So if only six players can come from the top twelve, it's six players. Yeah, because who's like, the who, who's what, the who's I think your idea is bad? And you should feel bad. No, no, because like last year, I think they dropped down like the 29th player. Yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah, I don't think they're going to drop down that far this year. Yeah, we'll see. They deserve to be there. Okay. They worked me hard you, to get me that. Me and Nick both place. qualified, and we're most likely both going to drop. So that's good. Yeah. We should we should definitely be able to make sweeping statements about how. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's also two hundred meters from my house. All right. Well, I had this at the bottom <laughs> of the running sheet, so let's, let's we might as well talk about it now. We've kind of wandered sure. onto that topic. So Masters is coming up in uh, five weeks. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the thirty first of November, thirtieth of November, mm-hmm. and the first of December. It's in Melbourne, as you said. It's two hundred meters from your house, mm-hmm. which is super convenient. Uh, we've both qualified, uh, Sam and I. I'm not going to be... Um, I'll be attending, but I'm not going to be playing. Uh, I've played plenty of Masters events. So I figured I'll leave it. At, uh, uh, leave the spot for someone else who probably wants it more. Um, but I'm uh, hopefully going to be involved with coverage and we're going to do yes, some sweet. awesome coverage of the event. Uh, and hopefully we'll be involved as a group. 
and through a combined like yeah it's gonna be like a multi multi um, channel multi channel yeah approach. that's sick um, and so there's a few murmurings of stuff in the lead up to that and I think it's gonna be awesome because we want to take you know the Australian Warhammer scene to the rest of the world and the Masters is a great event because instead of having a really big event that you have to cover lots of tables and you're only sort of doing you've got one live table and then there's 50 or 100 other tables that aren't being seen you've only got eight tables so mm-hmm. you can cover really easily like what's going on on a lot of those tables yeah that's fair so Smoggin you you're probably attending I'm mo- mo- uh, yeah most likely I mean we're waiting on some um, news about medical stuff so if that if that crops up then I'll, yep. I'll drop and if it doesn't then I'll play and I just don't know when it's going to be and every week closer to the like I've got a final date that it can happen every week closer it's like more likely I'll yep. miss no, but I've enough. spoken to Clint already and I've got a couple of lists up my sleeve one that I've played a bit of that I'm comfortable with it's maybe like um, a bit unforgiving that's the 20 dropper Yep, and then that's Slanesh, by the way. <laughs> and then one that's just like a cheeky four drop cities of Sigma, um, which I think is point and click, super easy to play. Games will be over in forty five minutes either way, and it's like it's a list that could easily go five and zero, oh, yep. and with poor matchups, it could easily go two and three. And yeah, I don't cool. really give a fuck either way. So I'm yep. not really my headspace at the moment is certainly not that I want to do competitive wargaming. Yep. So whatever happens, I just go and yeah. Cool. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm. It's gonna be an awesome weekend. Yeah, I think so as well. With a bunch of people from interstate, it's, and, and it's like it's my local neighborhood know lots of good places go out for meals go out for beers go out for coffees like i'm i'm pretty keen to hang out with the guys regardless of whether i'm playing or not yep very nice you got so you got a couple lists anything super spicy or is it all uh, uh secret that's not really secret the the 20 dropper is um the, <laughs> the 20 dropper i love it <laughs> like the iteration of what i took to sydney big birth of um, 20 dropper it's got people like, are trying to play like one drops yeah. and two <laughs> drops to try and beat and get get down first and you're like 20 because i don't give a fuck if i go first or second it's like if you got seven deep strikes yeah. and you got lots of shooting and you got guys that have four up after saves you can just do lines and then you don't really care and if you get doubled um going into turn two then you're on for the double going into turn three which i think is better it's almost like you've uh, put some thought into this yeah so like the, the list is good but it's super unforgiving um i played locky and i played Stuart down at club last week both with strong feck lists and Feck is, I think, a, a challenging matchup, but Slanesh and Skaven are really favourable matchups. Yep. So it's just a question of what you're going to encounter. I wanted to play Nick and his Corn today, but unfortunately, time sort of got away from us because um, I'd like to see how that matchup plays out. I feel like I just shoot off the Bloodthirsters and then I don't care about the rest of his stuff. Yep. But I want to see it on the table. And it looks like there'll probably be a, at least one Corn player at Masters. Uh, yeah. So. Yep. so it's one of those lists that can really catch people off guard because there's so many different units that do different things. Yeah. And and yeah, if you're on top like, of it. I, like, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I kind of sort of see what it does because I've seen your list before, but mm-hmm. I also, and I've seen you play it, but I've never played anything like it like against it just looks like with. a bunch of chaff yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just like but oh you've got chaff is. and nothing that's else yeah. even after playing one game against it like you can kind of visualise it right? Yeah. And see, I made like, some bad know. mistakes oh, against no, you, you know, as well you do, like, yeah. you do different things but you yeah. can kind of understand how you know the sequencing of how, when you where units are coming down when, what you know in what order they're coming yeah. down um the, the play that you don't care if you get tabled, but you're going to probably... You're just trying to score points. You li- right? Yeah. You, yeah. If it's, a, if it's a, a pack that in any way privileges victory points, you couldn't play that list. Because yeah. it, it'll lose... You'll lose like 9,000 points over a, a five-game a five event. What do you think about uh, the CanCon pack where you need to keep 1,000 points alive and kill 1,000 points to score mats? I think it's really cool. And if it's one event but for, for the that, year... for that list. Oh, no, I definitely wouldn't take it. So for CanCon, I'm going to take my Orcs and Goblins... Um, and I've probably got like, it's 
November 1st is Friday and then I've got a Gantt chart from there and I've probably got like 500 hours of painting blocked in and then it's a question of whether or not is I Is there can. even that many hours between? No, there's not. There's not like I'm I'm already like that's the big project risk. Yeah. It's running out of time. So just take your mix order then. I guess I've, well, I've got them as a backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having backups is important. Having something I think is important. Like yeah. that's what I learned last year where I was super disappointed by not having a board or anything like that is that... Now what I've done is I've, I'm, I'm finishing something to a lesser standard than I normally would and moving on to something else and like just getting stuff done, getting stuff painted. Uh, that's interesting because I think this it, stuff looks better on the table than your um, Free Guild. Free Guild were technically brilliant, but they were boring AF. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> no, they nah, no, 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 no. elements of it, like the Gyro Bomber and the Griffin, which were just like... I just feel like you could have gone to my the next level, level. Like if you'd painted the p- banners. And- oh, no. Oh! Too soon, too soon. <laughs> you know that scene in The Matrix where Neo goes through Smith? That just happened to Danny. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck me. Oh, boy. <sighs> so. But no, yeah, they were actually seriously pretty boring. Like, uh, like... Oh, ama- it was an amazing army, and it looked, looked really, nice. It looked beautiful, but, but, but I mean, there's there's nothing special about it. It was like this is a nicely painted army that is painted yeah. very in a very standard. Like this is free guild, yeah. yep. whatever. I'm into the convergence now, baby. We've got that barrack degenerate just coming in hot. Some gummy bits. That's oh, gonna look sick. Yeah, 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 yeah just make sure you yeah, rustle them into the camera. So, get me again, baby. Come back. Come up here. Where you at? You look my dick. This looks looking at my dick. Nick's got AI my dick. on his phone and it's following Danny around the room on a drone. So that's good. Hello. What is the purpose of this? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Completely different um, mediums. Fuck, I wish that was recording. This is good podcasting. <laughs> All righty. So, Masters, we're going to be attending. Do we want to do a quick run through of the people who are likely to be attending? It's not totally set in stone at this point i think there's still one tournament to be added but i think we should do one like the week before the event let's hold off till then all right we'll hold off till then and then also if i if i'm going um you guys can give me a we can throw some fire like either a fuck marry kill or a um fuck marry kill masters attendees (laughs) or alternately (laughs) we have to hang out with them for a weekend is it a a good matchup for me yes or no because then i can be on the record of oh yeah i'll beat him your table turn two. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. That is good. Nice. Bit of accountability. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we talked a little bit about uh, Cities of Sigma or your um, your free guild, so which I basically think are the cities. That's what I kind of conflate. Um, what are our thoughts on the new book? I think... <clears throat> I guess I'll take this question because I'm the uh, clearly the most tactically <coughs> sound and best general in the dwellers. Um, you certainly have read the book, which puts you ahead of three others in the room. <laughs> I've read bits and pieces. I, I, it just seems like a really broad book. Like, there's uh-huh. a lot of exciting stuff you can do. And, like, it's interesting. Me and... Uh, like I just went down the same, exactly the same rabbit hole as uh, Vince Venturella has, and I'm sure thousands of other people have, in looking at the um, like just all the crazy conversions you can do. Like, yes. and so I've designed, I'm designing whole new lists and stuff, just of all of the like, just sweet mechs, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, it seems to me, and and Smorgan has agreed that there's a whole bunch of really competitive lists in that book. Oh fuck yeah, Reaper do a dragon who is a clockwork dragon. Oh shit, yeah. I've been looking for this. And the Dreadlord on Dragon, I think, is really good. 
See, I and I'm super tempted to just go buy one because they've got them at. Um, where do we do? Where's Club? What's that store called? House of War. House of War. They've got one at House of War and it's like $20. What? Yeah, and it's the same scale as a GW Dragon, I'm pretty sure. Where the hell my phone? So, Where the hell my phone? Doesn't matter. So something that Cities does, which is really interesting, is it gives you multiple avenues um, to play. So I've been playing Mixed Order for the year and the thing that I like about it is that I can sort of pivot whenever a new book comes in and add different elements uh, and respond to changes in the meta and be really flexible. And I feel like Cities is a book that's going to have a lot of longevity because you can go down um, particular routes. So, for instance, you might look at um, a, a baseline of, of 30 Phoenix Guard um, as like your objective holders. And they're pretty good in combat and they can be tanky and there's lots of different ways of buffing them. But then the supporting elements to those 30 Phoenix Guard and the Phoenix character can constantly change over the year. So um, that's, from my perspective, really cool. And the other thing you can do is you can play quite differently depending on which city you choose. So if you choose a city that has deep strike, um, you've got the capacity to do lots of movement shenanigans and that's the one where you can move after you shoot as well, which is obviously yeah, incredibly yeah. powerful. Um, and then you start looking at well, what characters can shoot. So like the Drake's Sworn Templar, he's got a bow. So he can shoot his bow and then he can move and he's a fucking yeah. like Stormcast on Dragon. Or um, you look at units like Dracoths and they've got a 12-inch shooting. So you could deep strike them, shoot them, then move them. And that's just like really cool. So strong, many right? cool things. There's yeah. a heap of cool things you can do. Tempest Eye, you can play an alpha, but equally with your plus one armor save in the first battle round, you can take a list that has like 15 drops and you don't care if you go Doesn't first matter. or second. Plus one save. Because if they come at you, like alpha bunker. Longbeards now have a three-up save for 110 points. Ridiculous. Long beards in save. Tempest Eye, two up save. Long beards in Tempest Eye a battle in cover, nice one cheap. up save. Exactly. One up save. One up re-rolling once. And they've only one. got one wound. So against Slanesh, you can do that whole lines thing where you box them in. They've also got a dispel, which is really great. As it, a unit, yeah. As a crazy. unit. Like the number of like little combos that work on a micro level for particular units and then macro combos across various units... And like the utility of a battle mage, for instance. So you're like, I want every to hit. I want plus two to run and charge. Like there's a heap of different things you can do. And depending on the, the pack for the event you're playing, like if you can pick spells per game, mm-hmm. the utility of that battle mage just like went through the fucking Goes roof insane. for 90 points. I don't know why it dropped. Sorceress, 90 points. 10 bleak swords. You just shiv them, 90 points. Yeah. You're up to 180 points. You've got 10 guys that can hold um, an objective. They've got four up saves base. She can get plus two to cast. And you they're protecting her because they're her retinue. Exactly. And right. she's killing them to that's get the plus exactly two. That's exactly right. So and it's like a three different synergies endless, between two units. Endless spells that are always empowered. So like the 30-point swords, for instance, she's on plus two to cast. She hits that. It's a really long range. It applies lots of pressure. The other thing I'm liking the look of at the moment is getting the spell portal up. Nick, I saw you've got my spell portal in your other room. I might have to take that back. Um, getting the spell <laughs> portal up and then shooting, like, for instance, um, the Warlock spell through there. So 10 Warlocks as an ally. So unlimited range to do six mortals. You just take off characters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, think about so that. Unlimited a, unlimited range. And you can, be out of, you can always be out of Unbind because you can board edge them. Right. So there's no scenario and where if you board edge, they can be within 30. But then also you just jank the portal, right? Because, because yes, you can only send one spell through it per yep. turn, but an endless spell that finishes its move within an uh-huh. inch, whatever it is, just gets sucked through. Within six put, inches. Within six. So, so think so about so Purple Sun. That. Put, put a, put a sun, put a sun. pendulum, put something else. Uh-huh. Just put like four spells uh-huh. through there. It's yeah, so crazy. good, man. Um, Ruin Lords, 90 points, plus two to dispel now. And then they're, they're plus one to Ren Prayer mm-hmm. on the on Dispossessed a, unit. On a two plus. 
on a two plus uh-huh. with no negative effects on a one, uh-huh. and then put that on like your unit of long beards that oh. is just your chaff, but with your one up re rolling ones. Like even stuff like hammerers. So hammerers base have two attacks, right? Then if you have a, a lord, um, a dwarf lord, they can do a plus one attack command ability. And it's on the unit you're targeting. So you could have multiple units getting plus one attack. But three attacks, Ren 2 hammerers that can be battle line. Fuck, man. There's some stuff so, in there that's, so that's really cool. And people are like looking... Put them in the living city and then like... Yeah, 100%. You can just teleport them around. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, of movement four, who cares? People are looking teleport. at boring, obvious stuff like the bridge. Um, but there's heaps of depth and complexity to that book. And I think the internal balance is massively underrated because there's obvious things that are strong and then you don't see the things that are subtly strong. The other thing Danny and I have been talking about, I don't want to spoil your Cancon army, but Tempest, no, no, no. Tempest Eye with plus one to wound and then you get big old units of Sky Wardens and their mortal wounds explode on a five. Because it's so a good. six plus and to wound. You can get enough plus to hits that you'll be getting like. Well, then you've got the, the, maths on that. the plus one to hit, plus one to wound, double shots. Like, yeah, yeah. The combos like, are cr- the combos are crazy. And the amount of like the amount of times you deploy against someone like uh, like you, for example, in our game just then, you've got a whole big unit easily within range because it's stretched out mm-hmm. across the board. And then you've got your yeah, you would have killed his characters out, if you had the, the shots yeah. off one side. But if I'm proccing fives with uh, what, so I can have like eight drill attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hitting on because they've got plus one attacks because they've got four guns. So like proccing on fives there. So you shoot the big blob and then you You kill the the characters. You did get a bunch of damage through, and then the characters just die off the edges, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter where they are as long as they're within. And your variant spikes heaps when you drop from fives to sixes. So the 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 opportunity for you to roll like five fives is significantly higher than the opportunity to roll two and a half sixes. And and also, that's not even including the rest of the entire unit. This is the thing because it has machine guns as well. So you've got you've got twenty four of those machine gun shots as well. You take out the screen and the characters behind it. It's such a good unit. Yep. Oh. And it's super fast and it's got plus one armor save in the first turn. So spicy. Yeah. It's yeah. So, so I've got spicy. I've got twelve Sky Wardens at home um, <laughs> that I have never played with. So I've got twelve engine riggers that I've played lots with and twelve Sky Wardens Get that I've never played with. So I want to give them juice. a crack. I want to yep. see them on the table. But so that, that's like we what, we've just spent like five minutes talking about this. Neither of us mentioned Hello Heart yet. Like oh, yeah, that's just the depth of the there's, book. There's so much cool stuff in there. And the um the thing that this is like a tale of caution. So book drops. Um, I yes. buy it the day that it drops. Maybe I had it for about 10 days beforehand. Shout out to the Russians. And um, <laughs> <laughs> now someone just slid into my DMs. They're like, hey, dude, you play Mixed Order, have this. You can't share it with anyone. Bang, straight in the dwellers chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, boy. And um, anyway, so I've got the book and I'm like, oh, fuck. This lets you pile in and attack twice. That's really... You have to be in their area, blah, blah, blah. There's like about five sub-conditions. But basically, you can do a unit of evocators that run and charge and then they fight and then they fight a second time. So I'm like, oh my God, double mortals. So on a four plus, they're shooting those mortals out. So I buy 10 more evocators. So Is got, that per activation? Yes, yes. The mortals so, are per activation. Yes, that's right. So I have 20, 20 evocators. <laughs> FAQ comes out a week after the book and they've eroded evocators even though they're not in the city's book. What? Motherfuckers, yeah. What? So it only works the first time they fight in a phase oh. now. Because that was the only way they could double activate in oh. the particular city. But I was like, damn it! That's nuts. That's so you got nuts. double FAQ'd. Oh, don't t- don't talk to me about the women. I'm so Double fact. I got double fact. What happened with the women? 
So the, the reason I was doing... He's like, don't talk to me about the women. What happened with the women, Sam? <laughs> Let's talk about that one thing you're really sensible. The reason I was about. doing the women is because it's super easy to generate command points in destruction. So Scragrock gets like D3 a turn. Um, and then there's two different majors that can get one on a four plus a turn. And then you get your own. You start with the battalion. So I was thinking like, theoretically, usually I'd have five-ish, maybe more um, command points turn two. And then I could use it five times on the Wyvern for plus five attacks for all of my Orc units. So that's how it's been since AOS dropped. So that's been, since AOS 2 dropped, however many months ago, that's been a thing. And then there's a better Orc on a ball and he's better because he gives you reroll once to wound as well. So And the like, FAQ on that has been that there's, there's a clear FAQ, which is you can, like, the question is like, can I use the same, like um, any amount of command points to stack the same command ability on a oh, unit? Oh yeah, you can, yeah. And the, the, the question, the answer to that question says, yes. 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 Unless so otherwise Gabriel stated. Charge has been doing yeah. that for ages. So forever, yeah. the Wyvern could give them plus five, plus however many command point attacks you had. So it seems so like, like it awesome. would stay that way. That's what I'm going to use in my mixed destruction. And then they eroded it. 12 months after the fucking rest of the, the War Scrolls got FAQ'd and eroded. <sighs> Breathe deeply. So it's just like it's 240 point paper. Don't right you now. don't you wish you'd uh, painted those banners now, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just play Slanesh. They don't get FAQ'd. What do you think about Slanesh podcasters? Oh yeah. What do you think about Slanesh? Yeah, they're broke as a joke. We can't, they can't, don't allow them at tournaments. <laughs> Hit them with a band hammer. <laughs> Hit them with a band hammer. No, I'm just jumping on the bandwagon. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> I actually have never played Slanesh. I, I watched a game and the guy who was playing them rolled like four ones for all of his locuses and he got rolled over. So I don't know what the problem is, honestly. Play better. Just kill the characters. Just kill the characters. characters. My biggest problem isn't the ASL. It's really the summoning. Like the depravity <laughs> points are so ASL? dumb. ASL? Age, sex, location? Or um, what? Let's well, glass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> such a 90s kid. Different world. I'm sorry. Jesus. Um, yeah, no, the yes. property points mechanic is so dumb. And just the way they can basically spawn a new army after the, the, their army's been killed. As long as they got one character left alive, and then they can daisy chain or whatever. So most AOS armies chain? are AOS playing up. the scenario. <laughs> I'm on that boat. And they're managing resources. So they're managing their command points. Um, and they're, they're sort of like, there's some level of thought that's necessary, right? With Slanesh, they have double-digit command points. You're playing them, they've got like 10 command points, right? They then have like 50 or 60 depravity and they can just push keepers into you. The keepers take off a heap of shit, you kill the keepers and then they get more guys back. A lot like, of the positioning's not important because like, they can just, as we said, daisy chain. Yeah, the, the being able to summon and then retain the points is outrageous and the having your whole army strike last is outrageous. Like, yeah. So if they, those if mechanics they have are like 60 points and they unbalanced. summon one keeper, they still have like 30 points. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah right. That is So they go like Herald, yeah. Herald. 30 damn minutes. Yes. Go, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That's what so they do. So if it worked like Blood Tide, Herald, then it would be like, you summon a keeper. That's it. So I played a dude yeah, yeah, game right. five at Sydney. Um, great game. Really enjoyed it. Like super tactical. My list, I think, is very um, like oriented to playing in that matchup. So it's it's not like I'm at a disadvantage because I'm fire slayers or I'm iron jaws or some blob of two wound infantry. I've got a heap of teleporting one wound infantry that can box him in and stop him from summoning. Um, and I've got enough shooting that I can actually kill his characters. It was so fucking hard, man. I'm like, like I'm 
making as many optimal choices as possible. And he still manages, there's just this tiny pocket and he manages to double summon and then hit a nine inch charge to win knife to the heart. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I honestly, like in hindsight, I could have boxed off that side of the board marginally better, but he still would have been able to do it. It yeah. just would have made it like a 10 or 11 inch charge rather than a nine. Um, and I feel like I made a fuckload of good decisions in that match. And this guy actually, like he was a lovely guy and I had a really good game. He didn't give a fuck. He was just pushing shit around because he, he, he literally could. And we stopped counting his command points when he got to 15. I was like, do you think you're going to use more than 15 in the last three turns? He's like, no, nah, no way. I said, okay, whatever you've got. Whenever you want a command point, you've got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, bent as. <clears throat> Put him in the bin. I do think like if you're using them, like anyone that's thinking about taking them to Masters, um, that's that's cool, man. Like we're not, we're not going to judge you. You, you. you need a crutch. Like... <laughs> Like, seriously, no. In stress. those, in those four words, have I? I've never heard more condescension and judgment. It's cool, man. We're not gonna judge. Fuck you. That was fine. I mean, it's like it's what. What are you looking to get out of masters? Are you looking for the respect of your peers, mm-hmm. or are you just winning? Easy mode, like on easy mode, like realistically we talk about Dave I thought, with a lot of I thought 40k he, he was the place yeah, where and he did it with that Stormcast yeah, list Stormcast. last year shout out to that you know he probably won that last round when he was probably up against it against mm-hmm. Sylvaneth mm-hmm. you know well done he's he's earned it two years in a row if you want to be like Dave Kerr well Slash probably not going to get you there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'd actually you know what I'd love you know what I'd just absolutely love for everyone else to take heed and be like, yeah, that is a dick move. I'm going to do that. Like, um, And for our top echelon of players in Australia to be better than that. You know, you're to you're be not, better than Slash. But say. then, no, but then for Dave Kerr to rock up with Slash <laughs> and be like, fuck you all. I'm going, I'm going to get the hat trick. <laughs> I don't need to be like Dave Kerr. I am Dave Kerr. <laughs> I want to so see good. 16 players playing Slash at Masters. Oh my God. Everyone, no, you don't because everyone, you're doing the coverage. Everyone takes the optimal army. They don't have to learn stand-up because nothing else will be entertaining for I that whole... I think whole... everyone's going to be trying to ca- um, take counter lists, though, against Slanesh, you know? I think Masters is a big counter list, you know? counter list like, yeah. pool. I think everyone that's, like, clued in enough to play to get there is like, hmm, actually, I'm going to play the thing that'll take out those top lists. <laughs> you're also gonna... And what, like, gaming experience are you basing that on? None. <laughs> Zero. But you're also going to play um, something analysis. that you know, right? You're not going to, like, you know, play... I don't know, Iron Jaws all year or whatever, um, and then um, play Slanesh at the end because you know what I mean. You, do you know you what's play what you know? Do you know what's good against Slanesh is six inch pile in fight at the start of the hero phase, Bloodthirsters. Matt Campbell, just Anyone? saying. Matt yeah, Campbell, just saying. yeah, they don't fight at the start of the hero phase, but they uh, they can fight all at once. Uh, at once, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the first activation, they can all fight. Yeah, yes, but you don't need to because you're piling in from six inches away. So you go. Keeper, would you like to attack? Because I'm a striking last. The keeper goes, well, I can't attack because I'm yep. outside of three. And then you go, well, now I'm going to activate and I'm, at last I'm going to pile in. Yep. So. And the, yeah, the nice. hounds have just got unbinds and dispels. And mm-hmm. you've got, you know you've got, actually, you can do a really Korn, good Korn, magic Korn's defense good, list. Corn's in a good spot because it's got a decent, like it's got a good Slanesh matchup and it fights Feck relatively well. Yeah. It's yeah, going right. to be interesting to Skaven's see Skaven's a horrible yeah, matchup Skaven's a horrible matchup and it's going to be interesting to see how Cities is given... Some it de- of the shooting lists. Yeah, it depends on I the build. I think we'll see like the height of the power of cities for years. Like that, literally, there will be so many iterations of lists and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of bad players playing cities as well. So some of the commentary I've seen online in terms of like, I left the chat because it was just it was a noobathon. Um, 
<laughs> like, wow. Like, but some of the commentary about <laughs> the, the builds and the combinations, like, what the fuck? Well, that's um, what I was going to ask before. So we kind of went through some of the, the more generic stock builds that people are talking about. That's mm-hmm. your Hallow Heart, your, um, your Living City with the, um, the bridge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What are... You guys have obviously had a look at the book and looked through some of the lists. What are the... Um, yeah, look, he's shaking his head. <laughs> you haven't even read the, the effect book, mate. Um, what are some of the kind of lists that people aren't talking about? Like, what have you... What kind of tech have you been thinking of? Ooh, oh. Anvil Guard Double Monsters is something that I'm interested by because in Anvil Guard, they've got um, like this uh, ability for the Black Dragons... Um, to get access to extra like artifacts and traits and abilities and stuff. Um, I just heard you mention the word Anvil Guard and I was like, wow. <laughs> Have wow. you looked at it? I haven't looked at Anvil Guard at all. You can get like a five up after save on your um, Dreadlord on Dragon and then he does D3 Mortals on the charge. Um, and then you can get the Phoenix with a four up after save with Ignax. So the Phoenix, neg one to wound, four up after save, four up after save. And then the dragon's got a three up armor save, does D3 mortals on the charge, five up after save. If you've got a smoldering helm, you, oh, sorry, you've got actually and a battalion, you put a smoldering helm in there. Yeah, yeah. So there's heaps of cool stuff you can do. Um, and then you can get an extra D3 command points at the start of the game as well. So you can play your full 2,000 points. Yeah, start right. Start with D3 command points. Like there's a heap of things you can do. I think Anvil Guard's really cool. They've yeah. got the best spell in the book, which is that your um, armor save becomes <laughs> yeah, dash. That's right. Yeah, that's sick. So that is the limitation of that, sadly, is it's only range eight. Yep. Now you have unlimited portals. Yeah. So you... Oh, yeah, of course. You hit your yeah, portals. Yeah, so range, range doesn't matter. You hit matter. your portals, um, cast from on the, a three from, from your sorceress. Yeah. Uh, and then you shoot through that the your thing is dash and then that all of a sudden makes a heap of units whose one weakness or limitation is their lack of rend ridiculously good yeah. um, and the unit that comes to mind which would be really cool in that army is 30 witch elves with additional hand weapons backed up by a hag so that have 120 attacks yep and you can take the wizard that gives them plus two to run and charge so they'd run eight and then they'd be able to to charge um, so that's like move up 14, charge with plus two to charge, which is pretty good. 120 attacks. They don't have their rerolls because they're outside of um, DOK, but they would have reroll to wound. So 120 attacks, hitting on threes, 80 hits, wounding on fours, rerolling. So that's 75%, 60 wounds, no save. You so speak- think about that against Nighthaunt with save dash. You're speaking my language and I've got most of those models. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. And the whole chaos army. <laughs> There's some real and, serious and a, consideration and, happening and over a whole, there. And a whole chaos army to paint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your witch elves are made of this strange, flexible resin. I yeah, borrowed them for a tournament. Yeah. Um, what? They're like this weird resin. It's rustic. It's, it's, like like it's that plastic, the resin polystyrene mix that um, That's War Machine weird. was using back in the day. Oh, yeah, right. They're, um, Avatars of they're War Avatars first of edition. War. Because Avatars of War is quite nice now. Yeah, and they're just the models are not great. They were very cheap. Yeah, right. they were they were in my Europe travel army, um, so I didn't really care. I painted them up pretty badly, but um, yeah, that plastic is awful. Mm-hmm. It's very bendy and very. <laughs> so I think Anvil Guard is good. the The other thing you can do is give the Phoenix a spell, and there's a spell which is like Neg One to hit. So then you could have your Phoenix cruising around Neg One to hit, Neg One to wound. Um, like I just yeah, the pairing up the two monsters. Feels super strong to me. Yeah, Danny, spicy tech. Spicy tech. I don't have any like underground tech. I think the um, nothing that's that hasn't already been looked at. But I think the um, 
Ethergard Windrunner's battalion Fuck is a yeah. lot stronger than people give it. Have Which ones that one? I've seen and give it it's credit for. It's retreat and shoot, but it also so you makes your drops way lower. It's like three to six units of Pistoliers or Outriders and a General on Griffin. Uh, and yeah, you get retreat and shoot. Pistoliers are awesome in the or activation and wars. Awesome. Because one clips onto a unit and then they can all shoot it. So what that means you can do is charge up to screens, sit on the screen... And then have multiple units of pistolies, however many you need, charge in and shoot the screen off. Yep. And then you're sitting out of three, but you've charged with your hammer units. Yep. And then they pile in whenever you want. Yeah, gotcha. So they, they, it opens that up. And then in Tempest Eye, we run that. There's a run and charge command trait. So you can have a dread Run and on. shoot and charge. Yeah, but it's like it's going to be on a drag. Oh, yeah, because they can run and shoot yeah. just normally. Um, it's going to be on like a dragon or a phoenix or a griffin. Or a fucking tank, <laughs> steam, <laughs> steam yeah. tank with commander. Is the is the is the all steam tank battle line build viable? Or? It's maybe the worst army in iOS, but it looks sick. It looks so cool. I was gonna say, but no, my, my, I think once this Cancon army's done, and um, depending on what transition it really to be, well to a a mech a mech, mech nice city. Yeah, well, I think the next big project is a mecha Star Drake, right? Yeah, fuck you. I've got, Actually, I've got yeah, to running, work out. I've got to running, work out how to build a mecha Star Drake. Run and charge fine. ASF Star Drake would be good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be actually decent. Mm-hmm. So that's and then you'd be hobby. on plus one armor save and you'd be rebounding mortal wounds on any ones that you'd re-rolled. Yep. And then if you gave him the hat, Smoldering helm. Yep. he'd be doing mortal on wounds fights. back on fire. Oh, yep. tasty. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. And I then really there's like a plus it. one attack um, to all of your profile spell and then plus one to hit from the, um, the buff wagon, which is now 100 points cheaper than it was previously. What? It used to be 380, and now it's 280, because it only affects cities of Sigma, right? So It's it, only... T- I didn't it's even It's 280, man. That. It's 280. That's an, that's and an it's auto like, include in every fucking list. Yeah, it's sick. It does so many things that. well. It's like a utility beast, because it gives yeah, you plus one to cast, does mortal, mortal wounds Apple, on a two Apple. plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can run and do the mortal wounds, because it says ignore the attack sequence. So if you ignore the attack sequence, can you... Uh, it's I'm a missile weapon, so I'm not sure. But it sure. says ignore the... Anyway, I don't know either. It, you can run and shoot with it anyway because it's in Tempest Eye. Yeah. But that will cost you a command point. Yeah. You'd just be command point thirsty. But so like, that's that's a fun... I've like, played the buff thing. wagons a yeah. few times and... Um, oh, I still run all the time. They die to a stiff breeze. So Jeez. they've got 11 wounds and a four up save. So yeah, it's like, stuff. how can you protect it? And now it doesn't get neg one to hit because they've figured out, oh yeah, massive wagons. Like, shouldn't get look they can get look at says. So the, but the daughter's one still does. The daughter's one still does. Yeah, so that's 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 something I'm looking at, and then that battalion like, um, pistol is like I just was thinking about that, and I was like, this is a really cool list. And I was like, ah, I'm sick. I painted a couple of like units of outriders and pistoliers. I'm sick of them. I'm not really into those models. Yeah, and then I saw the um, Gene Steel Cult's jackals on the dirt bikes. Yeah, they're cool. And I was like, oh yeah. shit, <laughs> oh, oh shit, maybe that. I have to do this this army. So that's oh, that maybe something that'll happen. Yeah, next no, that'll year. I saw um, um, Dad Hammer. Doing some cool um, wood elf living city wood elf um, pistoliers. So they're like the wood yeah, elf that's right. Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of cool. I'm so excited for the hobby that's coming out. Yeah, the hobby and the hobby for this cities of city marble is and also just in time. Oh, not just in perfectly in time for people doing Cancon armies. Like I'm expecting mm-hmm. the hobby to be off chops. Yeah, and can't go on. Like there's so many conversions. Some of the shit I've seen online, I've seen very little, but all of it has just been like, wow, people are stepping this shit up. Yeah, I can't really talk, but bring your A game, people. <laughs> <laughs> all something. you need to do is paint okay on really well, and that's all. Yep. Well, that's the plan. He's, and he's then next. 
I'll paint some other shit for you if you want. <laughs> I don't think that's helpful. <laughs> All righty. Well, so we've done a pretty good uh, discussion of the city's book. What about Warclans? I haven't really read much into it. Do we know much about it? Or are we going to skip over it? I think skip it. it. It's so deep. There's heaps of shit going on. Yeah, we are definitely not um, a subject I'm not experts. qualified. It's strong. Like, I've been looking at it from a mixed destruction perspective. Um, Ard boys are just nuts. Looking like, at just, so, if you watched nuts. Bloodshed in the Shires last night, the second game uh, was um, Warclans against Corn, and like it was just like it wasn't a game. It just like moved all the way up the board, wrapped all the way around him, and just destroyed him. That was it. <laughs> so, <laughs> GG, bro. Um, good resources for Warclan stuff. Um, the Plastic Craig blog, Pete Atkinson's blog. Yep. He's done a bit of a write-up on that. And Honest Wargamer obviously did an episode uh, talking about the new book. Uh, also, Man Reads book. Man yeah, Reads Man book. Reads, I love Man Reads Man book. Man Reads book did the um, More Tribes last night. Someone have to have a listen to hot, that. Hot goss. Well, I don't know. Like, it's this old goss as well. And I don't like... I just remember back when I was a little noob watching mini wargaming, being like, this is great, Warhammer. Um, Ash, Man Who Reads book, used to be on mini wargaming. And then he split, had some like big falling out and like hates those dudes and like was like fuck you I'm gonna start my own channel and started Gorilla Miniatures Gaming so I wanna know what goes on there if anyone knows hit me up at Danny Pants hit us up with the goss we definitely won't leak it to the entire internet man who reads book I need your story tell me bro so you mentioned more, <laughs> more tribes more tribes are were announced a couple of days ago or not mm-hmm. announced a couple of days ago but the um, pre-order yesterday the Feast of Bones or whatever went up a couple of days ago sold out in Australia mm. The Bony Boys. Lockie, I know you've been um, oh, yeah. thinking about the Bony Boys. I think they're some really nice models, um, particularly... I mean, I've well, That's how you start every army. Exactly. You know, if you'd like the what models. Nice I like the models. I actually haven't looked he's at... He's only been talking about the army a Tomb King player, and this yeah. is like the AOSification of Tomb that's Kings. That's right. I used yeah. to have a, have a bunch of Morgasts gonna... and stuff, and uh, so I'm thinking, do I really want to paint some more Morgasts? Um, but you know those, uh, particularly the what is it the Death Riders, the guys yeah, in the cavalry, sick. they Cav- are fucking Cavalos awesome something. models. Yeah. Like I don't care too much about the guys with like the forearms, like the General Grievous kind of dudes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they called in 40k? Oh, the Tyranid Warriors. Tyranid Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're okay, but like whatever. Um, so I'm yeah, anyway, I might jump on that bandwagon, but I'm not sure if I want another Death Army. So anyway, we'll see. I really like all the versions of those that look like samurai. So I, for, yep. for me, most of them, I'm just like, God, I don't like the models, like a bit boring. A lot of but them are pretty All derpy. of the ones with the really, um, East, even the grinning faces, I don't mind, but the Eastern influence, like I want an army of those that are like less, less spiky armor and more like raggy clothes. I really samurai. like the armor. Oh, the the armor is what I want. <laughs> huh? Oh, raggy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I'd really enjoy painting them, but yeah, it just depends if I want another Death Army, so we'll see. I've got to finish the feck first. So. I was looking at the models, and I think uh, Tristan Gray was doing the same thing, and just seeing if you could sort of Tomb Kingify them up and sort of remove some of those Eastern influences. Oh, and yeah. Like okay. Go Egyptian. Tomb King bits and make it Egyptian, but I don't know. They're just not Tomb Kings, I think. I no, they're definitely the, uh, not. I split the box with Christopher Lee. What um, side are you getting? Shout out to Chris. He's a fucking legend. He's a really good painter, actually. If you track down his Stormcast, they're, they're super pretty. He, he's, he had his army at Lord of War and he spent so long painting it the week. And this will be you yeah, at CanCon. Right. Oh, this will be you at CanCon. He, he was completely was so cooked. cooked. He played round one and then dropped from the event. He was like, I'm really happy. My army looks really good. I'm really happy with the army. I'm glad I got it finished. But 
I was I up can't till play, four this morning. Uh, yeah, painting. I was up till four. I can't play five games. I'm going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> so we split the box, and he got the um, the Bone Daddies, and I got the Ogres, and then the Ogre Scrolls <laughs> dropped yesterday, and I'm just like, fucking hell! What's like, wrong with them? Talk, they're just so like they're AOS one scrolls right. that haven't been AOS two'd. So you know now everything just has like secondary and tertiary effects and mortal wounds up because it doesn't have any of that shit. And the big boys that ride the um, stone horns, yeah, their command ability. Yeah, they got absolutely nerfed. You can they? reroll charges. That's like a generic command ability that every character can Wait, use. Wait, their command ability is you can reroll a charge. Uh huh. No charges, plural. So you can do it for more than one, right? Oh, okay. Cool. But you have to use it before you roll the dice, whereas the other one you use after you've rolled the dice. So I think on balance it's worse. That's so bad. And the snowball got worse. So the snowball was tempting me because that guy's neg one to hit. Um, And I'm tempted to go nine fell waters, uh, the over tyrant who has a neg one to hit thing, um, yetis and the stone horn and have, and then all my core has nets. And have this debuff list now that I can't do my attack stacking list. Have this debuff list, but this, the I think this yeah pending points. Um, old mate, what's the frozen guy called? He's not called Snowball. Oh, it's <laughs> the um, Thunder Tusk. Thunder Tusk. Yeah, I think the Thunder Tusk is actually shit now. So okay. I have to wait and see points. Points is going to matter. So has anyone spoken to Doom about this? <laughs> Oh, no one's heard of Doom since the uh, War Scroll cards were released. Oh, I is hope there, he's all right. Send someone over to his house to just check on him. Please um, do. Yetis are still awesome. So Deadlier than was, ever. What I heard correct that um, like the, the ogres and stuff are worth two models now, and like the big, big only ten dudes. Only yeah. in the book though, as far as I know. So for mixed, it's no good for me. Right, yeah. Okay. Does it, does that change anything? Does that make them okay enough? Like makes them better oh, at be good in scenarios. Yeah. 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 And we don't that know, was where we, they'd lose out, right? We don't know points. So they've effectively doubled both of those ranges. So they were two single ranges combined. So it gives you way more utility within the book. So internal balance, I think, is going to be a lot better, internal options. But externally, they seem a lot weaker than the other recent releases. But then who knows? Like if the points drop incredibly and you can just have like hordes of ogres. Mm -hmm. You've got got to clear that backstop. The the fire belly, the yetis, the saber tooth, the man eaters. They're all resin and they've kept them. So that's like the first time I yeah, can remember really doing that for a while. Oh, I suspect they're not printing them. They're just in the book getting rid of them. Yeah. Basically, the book feels like a we don't give a fuck. That's my read. Yeah, I just... The fact that they haven't even got like new endless spells or anything like that. No, they've got a massive ass cauldron. Yeah, they've got the cauldron. I saw yeah. that, but that's the scenery piece. Yeah. But literally, they're getting a cauldron and a tyrant. Mm-hmm. They're repackaging them into a starter set box kind mm-hmm. of thing. Hey, see, he's got no new models. But with a bunch mm-hmm. of models that were released in 6th edition. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Yetis were... I was saying this to Nick earlier. The Yetis were bad 10 years ago. They were bad. Like, yeah. they were bad yeah. models in 2009. But even the Ogres. Like, the Ogres were... Like, I remember when the Ogres first came out in 6th Ed, everyone's like, fuck, they this whole army of Ogres. They were the weren't they? Not even 8th Ed. Like, I'm pretty sure they came out in... No, like the Mournfang and the Iron Blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, like, that book And they're good great. models. But, they like, the Ogres were either a late 6th Ed or early 7th Ed book. And they were awful. The book was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um... But and but the models at the time were like, oh holy shit, a whole army of ogres is sick. So, but those are the same models still. Heck, heck, and so flip. what I want to do, and I'm open to ideas, is run a unit of yetis that are swamp yetis. So you know, there's a model called like the fell beast or the yeah, fen beast. Fen beast. They're really fucking expensive, but I like six what? of them. 
Ben like a swamp creature. Yeah, it's sick, man. Is it's it a, really is it a cool. Warhammer model? Yeah. Have you not heard of Look that? Look it up. It's sick. old it right now. Shadows over Albion campaign or something like that. Ben Beast. So you, what you would do is you'd you'd buy dark a dark emissary. emissary or a true sayer, and they could control a Fen Beast. Oh shit. Yeah, it's from this the Al- thing looks sick. Yeah, it was a sixth ed Albion campaign. That was, that, oh, that that was going on like they're just not cheap. I, that was going on just as I sort of started Warhammer. Yeah, weird. So I'm thinking anyway. I need, I, well, I would like yes. to run six Yetis. I need to swampify them. The Yeti models are, are truly fugly. Do a, do a Fimir, Fimir army. Yeah, Fimir are good, but they've got their own war scroll. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> just use them as something else. Mm, no, I don't think that doesn't really fly. Not in our scene. Not with the Aspies, no. <laughs> <Found it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's that new release. <laughs> Loggy's maybe getting Bone Reapers. And Sam's sad about his focus. No, I mean, the Ogres will be fine. They're just not strong. Super happy about cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think cities is... It's it's amazing how, like, cities and Ogres are kind of similar in that they're mostly comprised of older mm-hmm. models. They're just a rules update. They're not releasing any models, but you look at the cities and everyone's like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is going to be cool. Look at all these things you can do. And obviously, there's a lot more units and fluff and stuff yeah. like that, but... Uh, sorry, narrative, Phil Kelly. Um, but... <laughs> The more tribes, I'm just yeah, I'm not digging it. Yeah, someone check on Doom. If you live in Adelaide, knock on his door, give him a hug. I might do an army of shadow warriors. I've thought about that. Like the they're models, really do. good. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Right. Is there a, like a good battalion that you can run them with? There's no battalions for them. Ben scroll, do that battalion. Yeah. Always, I'll run them. Always be trolling. Loki's like, oh, can I double shoot? Yeah. <laughs> can I double a pile and attack? And have shoot? you seen the sisters, which is the alternate um, kit you can build from that? I have forty Lots of them. Of I have forty of them. What are they called? Forty Shadow Warriors. I need something from you in exchange for all the shit I've given you. We okay. need to work that out. Just, you've been dodging. Guy. You've been dodging yeah. my messages. I give you a sneaky wristy. Yeah. <laughs> more than One that. sneaky wristy for forty sisters and forty shadow warriors. I can give myself <laughs> that for free. No, no, I've already got those. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Alrighty, Sam, we're gonna lose Sam soon. So yeah, I've got five minutes. Give I us a five minutes highlights rundown of SGT or WSGT, the Western GWSGT. GT. I would say it's very hard for me to split. Uh, between South Australian GT, between Border Wars and Sydney GT. They were my three favourite events for the year. Um, and the common theme being like just hanging out with the bros, going away. The common theme is that they're in regional venues, right? Well, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so Western Sydney GT had an awesome time. Uh, got to play Randy and his Tomb Kings first round. Uh, scenario with Star Strike. My list has seven teleports. Um, <laughs> I just I do it. Sucks I just, to be Randy. Yeah, I, no, my Sorry, list has Randy. nine teleports because the revs start on the board, but then they can go wherever the fuck they want. So just super super strongly skewed towards me. Randy, I played twelve months ago, and at this event, he's um, improved massively as a player. Like he made lots of really good decisions and put me under pressure. Um, and also his hobbies, like his upped and then re-upped his game so his stuff looks really pretty it was just a really fun game the two of you have actually had a really similar journey in the last 12 months you were both fucking absolute chumps 12 months ago Mm -hmm. with terrible hobby and now Mm -hmm. you've both absolutely developed what you're doing and you're both competitive high hobby gamers just patience patience and practice um second round i played hoops who's one of the queensland lads he was running one of the filthiest (laughs) he was running one of the filthiest slanesh lists um two things of note i bubble wrapped his army 
so that it was physically so impossible good. for him to summon. And because of the way that we're playing duality of death, because of the way the scoring works, I got far enough ahead that he couldn't win. Yep. So that was great. So he had like, so good. he finished the game with like 70 or 80 depravity points that he couldn't use. Um, and then he was saying shit to me like, so you're going to charge those guys into my characters? Nope, they're good. And <laughs> the line behind them's good as well. This is fun. Um, so I like this. <laughs> it was super, like it was super negative play, but equally if I don't do that, he would literally have just tabled me with a summoned army. So it's sort of like the response. Yeah. That's- Danny and I played a game the other week and we literally didn't move for the first three turns of the game. Yeah. <laughs> no one's like, no, all right, you're going first, man. I was like, oh, cool, yeah. uh, I, your turn. I really felt for him because when we rolled one of the pivotal... Um, one of the pivotal priorities, he rolled it straight into terrain and we played flat on the green. Like we're on table one. This is a thing as well. Like at yep. the start of all my games, flat on the green. If it lands on the board, it's it's a dice roll. If it lands on a fucking piece of paper and it's flat, you're re-rolling it because that's yep. not flat on the green. Flat on the green. And you just like, you know, you have that conversation and you're consistent with it. And you don't have any of those circumstances where the guy's got something that like clearly is cocked, but it's like, oh, that's a six. That pops yeah, mortals. People are trying to balance dice that's on right, top of other dice. So like, it's just yeah. always flat on the green. So he rolled into terrain. We played flat on the green. He, he re-rolled straight away. Not a like, not a word of complaint, but I did feel for him because like that could have been big. Um, third round, I got to play Tubbs, who was staying with. So me and Randy were staying with um, Maddie, Sean, and Sean that had come over from New Zealand, and that was just fucking awesome. Um, fair to say, those guys can drink, and I maybe drink like once a fortnight, one beer. Um, so that was good. And uh, played, How many and you have a hangover you? for two weeks. Yeah, that's after right, that, don't exactly. You? <laughs> well, I had some blue tingler or whatever it's called, um, and I wasn't Gosh. about. Yeah, I wasn't oh, about that tingle. life. Yeah, fruit tingle. <laughs> yeah, right. Fruit tingle. Um, yeah, played Tubbs in Relocating Orb. Really good game. Super tactical. Um, Tubbs got away with it. I made some poor decisions chasing the tertiary. So in this event, um, there were secret missions and open missions every round. And the open mission was to kill two of their characters by round three. And in order to kill his characters, I sacrificed my wizard and guys with artifacts who were worth 20 models in relocating orb. Yeah. So it was a bad trade. Like I got two tournament points, but I couldn't win because of it. So yeah, okay. in the moment I wanted to do both. I wanted to kill his characters and yep. and keep my guys alive, but it ended up being a bad trade. He won every priority for the whole game. So that that also was just like fucked. Yeah. So um, yeah, he got away with it. He played really well. Heaps of fun to, to meet Tubbs and to play Tubbs. I love that game. Um, the next round was the Sunday um, and I played Sean Haig and Sean was running like a one drop shoot cast list with all the shots in the world. Yeah. I played against Sean at uh, Border Wars. Sean is a lovely bloke and this was the worst war gaming experience. Of it. it was the least fun war gaming experience I've ever had because he just pointed at my units and said, take them off, take them off, take them off. And then he's like, okay, now the shooting phase shooting, take them off, take them off, take them off. And it was just like, I wasn't even rolling dice. He's read to all mortal wounds and he's just removing massive chunks of my army. And it's just like, oh, it just gets to the end of the day. What am I taking off? Like, and like, it was not an enjoyable experience whatsoever on the table, but it was my favorite game after the fact for the return flight when I'm going through his war scrolls and I'm thinking, what would I do differently and how could I play it? And I feel like after like ruminating on that game for a while, I figured out some strategies that I could that I could use to beat him. So if we play again, I reckon I'd roll him. Same army, same scenario. Yep. But I just didn't hadn't given it any thought in the lead up because I just I honestly thought I can deep strike one and try and kill enough of his stuff that he can't shoot me off. But I need to do a lot more than that. Yeah. Um. And some like for instance, an observation is he had a griffhound, and I was hesitant about teleporting near the griffhound because that would enable him to shoot with his twelve long strike shots because they were getting two shots each from the battalion. Yep. However, 
the griff hound only works the first time you set up on the table. So I could have set my fire slayers up, deep strike with my character, and then I could have cast my spell because we're in the realms, my realm of shadow spell to teleport my unit of 10 so it wouldn't be their first setup. Yeah. And then I could have charged okay. him and been in his grill turn one. Now, I didn't, I, I didn't know the Griffhounds scroll well and I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Yeah. But it's like those it's pretty sort, niche. Like. Though, yeah, those sort of plays are things that don't come up right. And I'm, I have to cast a spell, right? Yeah, but it, because of the, the way that it's set up, I'm on plus two to cast. It's cast on a five and I'm out of his dispel range. Also, I don't think he had any unbinds. So yeah, it's like there are, there are variables where that doesn't work, but also it's an option that I didn't explore, I didn't use in the game. Um, anyway, horrible, horrible game. Great opponent. That's the, the summary there. And then in the final round, uh, I cop Slanesh again. So I'm on table like who knows, oh, no. who fucking knows what. Played a, played a cracking game against Kieran. Um, it was knife to the heart in the last round, which I'd say if I'm being constructive about the event, that'll be my one criticism. The scenario selection, having relocating orbs, a fucking terrible scenario. And knife to the heart is a great scenario for round three or four, but yeah. it shouldn't decide the tournament. Yeah. Okay. I think that's I think that that's something you would look to, to flip in future. Sure. Um, so I'm playing Kieran, knife to the heart. Um, did the same things as I did against hoops, which is creating those circles and blocking summoning and that sort of stuff. Uh, had an opportunity in my turn three, needed a six inch charge with my fire slayers. So six with a reroll. And then I'll have 21 models near the objective to his 20. So I had 11 because I teleported my camo skinks on. That's five. And they just were right on it. I teleported my tenebral shard. He's right on it. That's six. The heart renders get in, they shoot, and then they get to move on a four plus. Gets me to 11 versus his 20 guys that are in. Need to hit a six with a reroll with the dwarfs. Oh. Rolled a five, and then I rolled a five. Oh. And he's like, oh, you had to kill them. I'm like, no, no, no. As soon as I got 21, I win the game automatically. And he's like, I'll oh, do you. And then he just chain summons around, and he wins the game automatically oh, in his turn. <laughs> yes. I mean, he had to hit a nine-inch charge. And you, you had to, to be able to move your Kinnerai and whatnot. That's, yeah. that's right. There was a heap of things going on there. So I was absolutely in the game up to my eyeballs, but um, just I just couldn't hit the six. And it's like, in doing all of that, I, my screens had spread far enough that it gave him the opportunity to win the game. So in order for me to risk winning, I needed to guarantee, I, I yep. effectively guaranteed him winning. Yep. And then we that was the game over, but I said, I'll roll a priority and he beat me on priority anyway. So he would have just won in his turn four. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Right, but right, it was right. an awesome, it was an awesome event. Like I had so much fun. Um, went out for dinner on the Saturday night with all the boys and we had like a table, like 25 people do you know and just everyone's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so good talking about their games like hanging out low-key uh, did randy no- order too much and not either no no normal people are ordering like a parma a steak some ribs whatever randy clint had the um the meat eaters challenge one kilo of meat each they ordered a platter which was designed for three adults and we had a table of other gamers so not small lads share one of those platters so the south australian boys three of them shared a platter randy and clint had one each and then at the end, it was like, oh, dude, you've got um, gravy and sauce and stuff. Like, they were just drinking that shit out of the... They really? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even flinch. I just fully believed you just then. I was like, oh, wow. All but right. one, oh, thing, Jesus. one thing I'll say is Clint looked like he was sweating and he was in trouble. Randy was like, wench, bring me a pitcher of Coke. He was like, fucking like, <laughs> it did not hit the sides. He just nailed it. I uh, love that. Except for the part where he calls serving people wenches. Be nice to your servers and also don't call people wenches. Yeah. But wow. I still love that. Wow. <laughs> Car- Carnivore deluxe platter. Serves two to three. 
forty nine dollars. Forty nine bucks. Two hundred and fifty wow. gram juicy rump steak. Okay, that's one and dog. a half. I'm oh, sorry, half rack barbecue blasted pork ribs. Oh massive, wow, like a Sh- massive number. Of shredded ribs. beef brisket and oh, lamb brisket shoulder chop, well. and served lamb. with sidewinder chips, garden salad, and red wine jus. Yeah, the jus is what they were drinking. Delicious. That's I, I've got me. All right. that's got me real hungry. I'm out of here, lads. All the best. You're gonna go Great get to see you again. Some we'll, um, we'll catch up next time. Uh, Thursday night, model citizens. Yeah, lit. I'll be there. See ya. Bye. All right, let's rag on Sam now. He's gone. Have we got anything else to talk about? Yeah. There's so much to talk about. I know you haven't said anything, but... Yeah, you've um, been quiet over there. So, Randy also did a a bit of a report from... um, Shout out to the TOs uh, who all did a fucking awesome job. Like it was run impeccably down under pairings. Awesome. Uh, Specific shout out to Liam, who was the rules judge and he did active rules judging, which I think is just awesome at events. So he was prowling the top tables, like really um, added heaps of value. That was great. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Shout out. Bye, Sam. See you, you, Sam. Um, So yeah, the Tingler did uh, a little bit of a blog of his... uh, his weekend. He did. So. Now, hot tip, guys. What you can do is you can go to... It's on the Dwellers Below website. It is on the Dwellers yeah, Below website. You can website. go to the website we and have content. Uh, read... How many pages is it? It's like six pages or something? Yeah, it's pretty You can long. read a six-page blog on a tournament experience or you can do what I did and message Randy and be like, bro, give me the guy. I can't read that shit. Give me the pictures. And he'll, get, he'll send you like 10 pictures or something. And it gives you a perfect summary of his weekend. There's like 15 pictures and they're like 10 Twitter links where it's just coverage of Randy that has been <laughs> from the weekend. That guy is famous now. It's actually really good. It's pretty. It's a pretty good read. So I highly recommend going to our website and uh, reading some actual content that wasn't created by us. Because we don't put web content on our website. He's a dweller at heart, let's be real. Yeah, he's a dweller. He's on our own. He did, uh, he did the, uh, the fireball shots at the... Um, mm. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, our, our I just dweller. got flashbacks. <sighs> Alrighty, well, we'll wind things up. We've got a couple of listener questions that we uh, asked on Twitter during the week. <laughs> yes. Prior to. All right, all right. Listen to questions. You gonna read them out? Uh, them yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get, I'll get on there. I've got, um, if if, if Lucky wants there. to, if Lucky wants to just put a little bit of filler in right now, uh, I'll find, I'll get it up on my Twitter. All right, I've got the first one. No, this one can just... be, for, this one can be for Lucky. Actually, okay, should have been. Right, Sam okay. should have been here. Hit me. From Josh, Josh Griffiths one five zero two. Who is the best team in the AFL and why is it Carlton? But seriously, what's your take on the new Ossiak Bone Reapers and the ridiculously expensive Feast of Bones set? Also predicting more tribes on the podium for Cancon, just not mine. I'll be on the bottom tables. So one by one, AFL, uh, why is it Carlton? Why is it Carlton or why is it not Carlton? Uh, it says, who is the best team in the AFL and why is it Carlton? Um, I don't think they've got any players on their list who's actually any good. Um, Carlton? Yeah. <laughs> like one of the best midfielders, Cripps. Yeah, no. He's, he's incredible. Good. Charlie Kerno. Yeah, okay. That motherfucker's crazy. They're still a shit team. Didn't they but they've like got some good players. Or something? Uh, yeah, th- something like that. They won like one game all season. They're and horrible. you've got a real good player like Cripps, though, it doesn't mean that you're, you know, you're going to be a good team. That's a Exactly, exactly. It's like, a team game. It's not a player game. That's what Adlet did when he was up in Gold Coast. Get like 50 position- possessions a game. They're still a shit team. He gets lots of easy ones. I'm guessing that's what Cripps does. Yeah, um, but pretty much. Look, more tribes are... Not going to do so well. I yeah, reckon. as discussed, kind of um, not impressed. Yeah, and same with Bone Reapers. Um, I don't know if they're going to make much of a splash. I think their rules look really good. Are they up to um, the standards of like Slanesh? And Hard to tell without seeing the actual book, but yeah. some of their war scrolls look pretty strong. Okay. 
Yeah, right. Well, our, our next question there is... Uh, so I can't even see that one that you read. I don't know what you're reading off there. But uh, the, the question I have here is from your boy, the speak of the devil, Blandy Savage, Tortor1990 on Twitter. <clears throat> and he says, and this is probably a question for you, father of lies, Nicole. Why were so few of you at Sydney GT? How did everyone end up on the rankings as the end of the season draws to a close? What were your top three moments of the AOS season for 2019? AOS Masters, which dwellers made it and other points on this subject? Or prediction winner? Fucking hell. It's a, it's like, I don't know how he fit that much in a 280 character tweet. All right, tweet. All right, let's break it down. <clears throat> Why were so few of us at Sydney GT? Our real life, working, you know, why not? That's very fair. Just Owen? boycotting the Sydney scene. Yeah, same. I hate all this, guys. <laughs> no, real talk, Next. just just work. And we were, like, we were intending to go to Runax, which was pretty close. Yeah, so yeah, unfortunately yeah. Unfortunately, close be, to yeah, Sydney GT. Um, and we're not all like rolling in money like Sam and Randy. That's true. Yeah, you gotta pay for things like food and rent. All right, his next question there, sneaking in with like seven questions. How did everyone end up on the rankings? Guys, aware of that? Know how you went? Oh, I'm way down the bottom, man. Like probably with 50 or 60. What's I haven't played it. I've played one tournament with Oh, oh, 50 or 60. You're not down the bottom. Those rankings go down to like 300 or something. Lockie Mulcahy, 70th. There you go. 70th. Go What's me. the prediction, Danny? Are we above or below the Mulcahy line? For me, yeah, I was. I know for a fact I was sitting on my prime spot for like so long, three or four months on on sixty nine, uh, and yes, uh, and I reckon I, I reckon after Sydney GT and all those like tournament things, I've been put down to like a hundred or something. Ninety fifth, ninety fifth, top hundred, top hundred, best in race, free peoples, best in race, free peoples at ninety five. There we go. Does free people still exist, or is it cities of Sigma now? Well, still exists, exists technically from the GHB 19 until the next one, but yeah, okay. um, no one's going to play it. Yeah, yeah, it's cities. It's cities from yeah, no one. Um, and Hohen, uh, um, qualified for Masters in... Uh, where did I finish in there? Ninth place. Ninth, eventually? Yep. That's very very respectable. Sitting on second there for a while. Yeah, I was up in... I, was, I think I was in third, so... What are your, your events? So you're second at CanCon. What else were you? Uh, so I played five events for the year. It was all right at the start. I mean, three, Sec- second at CanCon. Um... Fifth at Border Wars. Keep forgetting him second at CanCon. Fucking well done. And sixth at uh, BadgerCon. Solid as. And then 30th at SHGT. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, and Smorgan, where did Smorgan finish Smorgan up? Smorgan finished sixth. In sixth, because he was he was hovering in second place for a long time there, yep. just after Chuck. Yep. Yeah, it was just a bad run at Sydney GT. It not yeah. pipped him down to sixth. Yeah, pretty good year. But And uh, Gentil- did Gentilly play any match play games? Just CanCon. <laughs> just CanCon. Oh, he played CanCon. Yeah. Yes. So nailing uh, it. So down in three hundredth, or let's I'm see. Pretty sure he didn't get a ticket for this year's CanCon either. Hey, hundred and eightieth for Gentilly. Hundred and eightieth for one event. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not bad. Chris Cousins. Chris Cousins. Ninety first. The old eggs. Ninety first. So Pit me by three, four places. Fuck. There you go. That's it. Uh, all right. I'm gonna ditch the painting. Fuck all this shit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy filth. I'm gonna. Play Slanesh and I'm going to win. So apart from me, it's the old school dwellers who aren't pulling their weight and it's the new crowd that are uh, doing okay. <laughs> okay, 95th. Um, hey, top 100. Yeah, uh, with, with, with the feck. Yeah, I reckon Lockie's, Lockie's coming up hot. Play to watch. Top three moments of the AOS season for 2019. Hold on, go. Oh, that's a stitch up. Um, go on first. Um, <laughs> like it is in AOS. Yeah. Um, CanCon. 
like CanCon, Moose Heads at CanCon was huge moment. Absolutely next level. Um, TOing again at uh, Lord of War that weekend was really great. Massive, big one. Um, and for me, uh, Blackout. And so I don't know if running theme, um, they're all oh, shit. just awesome weekends. Yeah, massive tournaments. You've yeah. had a huge year. Yeah, it's huge AOS year. Sick. Mulcahy. Yeah, I had a um, real good time at Border Wars, I think. That was um, cool. Yes. Cool Border Wars was just a really solid all-round yeah. event. It, like, it mm. wasn't ab- the absolute best event, but like there was just nothing bad about it. It was, it was just good. solid good times, the whole, so whole thing. It was good. And like four, four hours is good amount, uh, good distance to do a road trip, but not feel yep. like a mission, I guess. And that's yeah. what I like. You're there it. in the morning and you're like, fuck yeah, let's yeah, hang out. Yeah, had a few good games. That was good. Um, I like I really liked CanCon. I liked um, going to that to that barbecue, which was really random um, and just rocking up. And having and spontaneous. Good, having that was awesome how that barbecue was super spontaneous um, and unticketed, wasn't it? Yeah, I love that. That's right. Um, then my that was my favourite thing what about CanCon. I, um, I played a couple of little small events with Effect. That's that, that's been that's been fun. Just I think watching. You've been this, on a streak. You've you played twelve games and I've no had losses. 12, yeah, no, no losses. Um, been playing like it's all Mickey Mouse kind of stuff down here at the moment. But as watching the um, Are you really rating being on a feck winning streak as one of your top three moments of no. the iOS. There's <laughs> words out of my mouth, really. Yeah. No, just watching the Victorian scene grow this year has been really good. Like yep. the, the Geelong, t- um, like a bunch of the Geelong boys have it's been... Throwing you know, it nice and Yeah, it's been really good. The Model Citizen guys down in Ringwood, it's been growing up. And yep. it's kind of just like a bit more of a scene in Melbourne. So not not so much uh, relying on regional Victoria pulling, you know, Victoria's weight. It's been good. Yeah, it has been growing. Heaps. Um, uh, my top three moments. I don't really have three specific individual moments, except one of the big ones. I just remembered this after um, I was talking to Ryan, uh, Games Workshop Manager Ryan. I play him and see him quite a bit. Um, <laughs> he was like, yeah, you, uh, well, you know, you've been doing really well this year. Like, you won Lord of War, right? And I was like, what? No, I didn't. I fucking, I came like halfway yes, in the did. back. You won. And he's like, no, no. Overall. I was like, oh, shit. I've, I've won Lord of War, which Dude, is, uh, wow, which is fucking sick. The Grand Creepster Award for best overall, um, which he was like, yeah, in 40K, like, fuck, it doesn't matter about general shit, man. Like, you're just fucking your overall price. That's what you got to win. And so it made me feel really good about myself. Um, Content and- creators do it better. <laughs> you also are mates, so we gave it to you. Yeah, that's, that was also really good. Surely joining. Also, I won, I won jo- best sports there as well, but joining- Nick just didn't give me the trophy. Jo- so. Fuck off. <laughs> joining, the, uh, joining the podcast, surely that's a highlight. That was this year. That's a massive highlight. Yeah, that's cool. Hanging out with you boys, having an actual um Have you got a hole Sigma in your crew? pants that yeah, I can see your penis? Just, that's my dick right there. <laughs> Holy shit. It's <laughs> a pretty small hole. And just like that, he was out of the podcast. <laughs> L- Lucky's got a new highlight. <laughs> and Lucky's yes. got a new highlight. Uh, yeah, so that's been huge. So uh, winning that event, hanging out it, with you lads, is been it fucking sick. And then... What? <laughs> It's a pretty small hole, bro. It doesn't look huge. <laughs> Rude. No, my girlfriend's more than happy, okay? So it's just not about what the science is. It's about what you do with it. Chuck it in the bin. I have a bin fetish. <laughs> what is happening? What? Uh, um, and then, I don't know, the third of... Uh, I don't know. There's a couple of other good times, but that's uh, that's about it for me. It's a bit of a big year. Actually, yeah, same as you, Lucky. Watching the whole... Globally, the whole... Uh, show grow like it's been massive uh, there's people playing Sigma fucking everywhere it's a good time to play Sigma I think for sure could it be that the best times were the people that we were inside along the way that's exactly correct that's exactly what I think is correct alright the next question from it's no it's from Randy still oh 
Uh, AOS Masters, which dwellers made it and other points on this subject? We've already talked about about Masters. Shut up, Randy. Predictions on the winner? Smorgan, he's going to win. Nah. It's going to be Charles, I think. Nah, it's going to be... Serious serious one? Dave Kerr. Yeah, Dave Kerr for the hat trick. Uh, Randy also says, what's up, dog? Do you want to feel that question, Danny? I want to rip my fucking eyeballs out is what I want to do. (laughs) Fuck you, Joe Pagano. Fuck you. Jesus. Oh, I love you, Joe. Jesus. What is an up dog? Oh, my God. No. All right. Well, moving on. Moving on. Um, Aussie Wargamer. This is the guy with the absolutely sick uh, like pirate orcs that yeah. are going to come camp on. I'm so into this. What are your thoughts on the merworm and why it will be the new meta? Also, what are you each planning for CanCon? What's a merworm? Yeah, I've got no idea. Uh, yeah, this. I feel like this is a Sam question. Okay, so we'll just hand this over to uh, Sam. Um, Sam, what's uh, a merworm? Uh, well, it's actually... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Savage. We should have just like, got a soundbite from him and just like edit it straight in. It'll be good. Should have. Well, now I can't do that, can I? Because you've ruined it. Do you have the editing powers. Uh, um, what were you each planning for CanCon? Well, we discussed that last episode. Yeah, we, um, and this episode. We've, done, we, we've no, done that. No comment from me. <laughs> No comment. I've talked so much about it. Uh, Tristan Gray asks, at Tristan Gray, that's Gray with an A, so the uh, wrong way of spelling that word. That's Gray. But probably the right way of spelling his name. Uh, Tristan Gray asks, what's the best compendium unit that uh, Araby Rises unearthed for Xandri? Which he's answered. Wood Elf Dragon with the Ethereal Amulet. That guy is gross. I love I posted like, hey, shoot us some questions that we can answer on the cast. And then Sam just starts answering them on Twitter. Yeah, because Tristan Gray also asks, what will your new theme music be? I'm excited for this. Um, I'm pretty super excited as well. We're definitely working on something sweet in the background. There's going to be a zinger. It will take some time, people. It will Lockie, take some time. Nominate a song. What do, what do you reckon? What were you talking about during the week? Um, I think Veronica's um, Untouched is a banger. Oh, we should definitely go for so it. So good. Particularly the, the new version with All Day. I think it's really good. Have you heard that? Like, I haven't. Like a version. Really? Yeah, get on it. It's All like Day has done Veron- Untouched? Oh, wow. No, with the Veronica's. The Veronica's are back. Oh Can you do God. like a version with the actual original artists? I'm so into it. <laughs> I'm so into it. Danny, hit me up with a sweet, sweet melody. Uh, my my current, current hot pick is just the opening. Just the opening like... Uh, the opening four notes from Luther Vandross's Never Too Much. That little that little bass hit at the start. Boom! It goes like that, but probably nice. sounds better. I was thinking of remixing maybe some like hilltop hoods. Yeah. Ooh, like that could be spicy. I like a bit of, yeah, a bit of left field. I'm not, I'm not still standing. Seventy yeah. episodes still standing. That's it. Um, I've also got um, some footage of Max K and Lockie singing uh, "Complicated." Uh, <laughs> this could definitely. be phenomenal. I would definitely put that on. Maybe that'll just be the the, uh, the outro for every episode. <laughs> it was not not good. And uh, coming in hot with the Christians, Tristan Gay also asks, "What is your favorite low key filth unit in Cities of Sigma?" Sky Wardens. I guess they're not in Cities of Sigma. Yeah, they are. They're in Tempest Eye. Yeah, but they're not in the actual book. Actual I guess they're going to be such a good unit. Oh, I just love the utility of that unit. Oofed. Uh, I think we kind of can't cover that question yeah, earlier yeah. as well. Uh, um, are there any others? No, don't think so. No, so we've just skipped over all of them. No, nah, Joe Pagano. Who's that? The real Joe Pagano at 
Danny Paints. Oh, him. Yeah, he's great. I want to hear your opinions on people who invest in armies before the new book or GHP has its fact out. <laughs> uh, Look, I mean, if you want to buy a bunch of uh, Evocators and a Wyvern and then get fact over, well, too bad, so sad. Oh, wow. Well, only actually, saying that because yeah. Sam isn't sitting next to you right now. Sam, come back. Save us. We need content. If the dwellers below were to go. Sorry. If the dwellers were to go from below to abroad as a group, where and when am I meeting you guys? Uh, Joe, it? I'm going to answer these in it, actually. Can, can you read out the other questions from, from Joe as well? We'll just do them all in one, one hit. There. Boxes or briefs? And yep. do you guys have updog in Australia? Yeah, so that's uh, three, four questions from Joe Pagano there. Yep. And uh, I'll, I'll answer them all consecutively and concisely like this, Joe. It's not. Zing. I don't get it. I'm so no, I'm just salty because that's right how he answered both of my questions to his podcast. Mm. <laughs> we can answer them for real now if you want. So drunk right petty. now. I'm so drunk right now. Are you going to answer the fucking questions or what? Oh, I've forgotten what they were. Or is it where are we going to meet them? <laughs> where are we going to hang out with our bros? NashCon. NashCon 2020. We'll NashCon 2020. That. I know no. Randy and the Rage of Sigma guys, or at least uh, the Jacob... Ja- the Jacob Berry is going to go to no, Bobo? No, we don't know if Jake will. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Joe. Joe yeah, Pagano. I'm, sorry, Seth. I'm just so hashtagged him, Jacob. Seth. Um, Joe is going to be going to Bobo. Yeah. And Randy's doing Bobo. Randy's doing Bobo. Where's Bobo? Oh, like May, May yeah. next year. earlier. I don't think I can do earlier. I don't think I can do it either. But I reckon Nash because Nash also Nash it, like Jacob's time. Jacob won't be won't be in um, yeah. Australia for Cancun. We can so. stay in Jacob's mansion. Exactly. Yes. No. But he will have a kid. Kids aren't fun. Yeah. Kids are fine. You just put uh, no. I have no no physical experience of the child at all. So I just said that they're probably not. It's probably not a thing we can do. But I'd love to hang I mean, with Jacob. Barry. Real talk. We're not going to be like sleeping anyway. Exactly. And Jacob's my favorite dweller. So he is also my favorite dweller. Yeah, Nashcon, Nashcon twenty twenty. Lock it in, boys. Boxes or briefs? Clearly nothing. If we can see nothing. your penis through the hole in your pants. Free balling. Yeah, definitely uh, briefs. I reckon. Briefs today. Did you alternate boxes and briefs? Nah, briefs. I was going to say that's fucking loose. And I still don't know what Updog is. <sighs> I think they're Roos up, isn't it? Oh uh, no, it's um, it's that thing from Joe. What's up, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the correct answer there is who's Joe, and then I say Joe Mama. What? Uh, <laughs> That is the correct sequence of events. Unfortunately, you're just too fucking old, Owen. Yep. <laughs> and you're not on the internet enough. Can, can confirm. Alrighty, we'll round it out. Um, as per usual, you guys can uh, get in touch with us on Twitter, on Facey, uh, at the Dwellers Cast on Twitter, uh, the Dwellers Below on Facebook. Massive shout out, as always, to uh, everyone on Patreon who's supporting the show, uh, helps us pay the bills uh, and Smorgan's appearance fees and all of those royalties that we have to send over to America. Uh, fuck you, Seth. Uh, patrons uh, at ten dollar level, everyone gets a shout out. So Dick Stewart, massive shout out to you. Who was uh, he? Was one of our first patrons. Uh, Randy uh, is also on there. He was literally our first patron. Uh, Smorgan's on there, and uh, new this month, Mister Charles Black, uh, throwing some support our way. So massive shout out to you guys. You're awesome, uh, podcasters. Stay hydrated. Think about Slanesh. Um, see you next time.
Don't fail your strength test. <laughs> the Dwellers Below is proud to be an affiliate of the Rage of Sigma Podcast Network and Glamour. Uh, all opinions and views are our own, spoken by Danny Carroll, authorised by the AOS High Council Global.